Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a new episode of the Mayor Tom Henry podcast. As many of our residents know, Fort Wayne has been recognized as the city of churches for several years. So for today's episode, we will be discussing our active and vibrant faith-based community. Today, I'm thrilled to have Rebecca Karcher from Trinity English Lutheran Church on the program today. Rebecca, welcome to our show. Thank you. Hello. Well, Rebecca, you are obviously with Trinity English Lutheran Church, and the things that the community uh, may expect from a church downtown because of your location, uh, there are, there are certainly several churches downtown, but uh, please tell us a little bit about uh, some of the things that uh, uh, that you do at Trinity uh, English Lutheran that uh, some people may be surprised to hear. Well, I think as a downtown church, we uh, may be something that would be surprising is that we're not just open on Sunday morning, that Monday through Saturday we actually have a lot of things going on at Trinity and uh, that could range from a couple days a week we open up for folks in the neighborhood who uh, need a little extra help, need a little assistance uh, for things like food and clothing. Uh, We meet with them and hear about their stories, try to help brainstorm some ways that they can uh, um, find some of the things they need and you know probably no surprise to you most of those folks are working families their resources just aren't quite stretching far enough so you're doing all of this because it's essentially part of your mission statement as as a church as a part of the faith-based community we, yeah, we feel like we're supposed to be doing the things that uh, that we believe Jesus told us to do, which is walk alongside folks. Um, you know, the downtown, when you draw a circle around where our church is located, pretty much in the heart of the community, right. you're, you know, a half mile radius gets you St. Francis, it gets you the new Ash Building, it gets you uh, the Rescue Mission. We have neighbors and and friends at all of those locations that we're trying to, um, you know, walk alongside. So your responsibility uh, being in the center of the city really is to, uh, beyond working with those uh, uh, who are part of the English Lutheran Church, mm-hmm. Uh, is to reach out to a, a certain um, part of the city that might, in many cases, be underserved. Exactly. We feel like not only, I mean, ch- every church uh, supports its membership, mm-hmm. uh, um, is, is a resource to the folks who come there regularly, mm-hmm. but we don't feel like we're supposed to draw any distinctions between us and them. So anybody who is... So you um, don't have to be Lutheran. Oh, no. No, no, no. Not at all. No no litmus test on that. Okay. So, we, so we Catholics come with we you want to You come right on in. We, we <clears throat> really try to do everything we can to tell that we are open and welcoming and inclusive and, um, you know, not make there be any sort of requirements for anyone to, to come in and join us. So tradition and history, mm-hmm. it must play a role in what you're doing. Yeah. Um, how does that figure into the Trinity of today? Well, our congregation started almost 175 years ago, and that building has been uh, there between Washington and Wayne, Ewing and Fairfield for almost 100 years. 
but when the founders of that congregation named the church Trinity English Lutheran, mm-hmm. that English refers to the language that was spoken. Most ah. Lutherans were still speaking German at that time, and and the founders of our congregation thought, you know, we want to fit in with the community. We want to be part of civic life. Mm-hmm. We want to be part of progress, future, forward movement, and it's important for for us to learn English and to communicate in, in that language. So that's what the English refers to, and I think uh, that's a real So it could be known as Trinity Lutheran Church. Could. But because, uh, I did not know that. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Because uh, English was the that. language. I'll be darned. Yep. I'll be. Well, obviously, Rebecca, downtown has uh, or is going through a significant transformation. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of new, uh, not only office buildings and hospitality offerings being built, but a lot more people are moving downtown. Right. A lot more people are coming downtown to, to spend, in many cases, a significant amount of time, whether it's uh, because of entertainment venues or some of the new offerings that uh, are coming about uh, as far as the, the transformation of downtown. How do you see... Uh, Trinity being impacted by all of this? Well, you know, a lot of those people that are coming downtown are part of what we see statistically globally, fewer and fewer people feeling really attached to a church or to a faith organization. So our question is, what do we do to be relevant for those mm-hmm. those people? And um, there are a lot of answers beyond offering a, a pew on Sunday morning. So we have, for instance, sponsored several weeks weeks of a race dialogue where we talked about the relationship between the black community mm-hmm. and white community mm-hmm. in Fort Wayne and and if we were able to offer a venue where some of those important conversations mm-hmm. could happen we feel like that's that's one way we can be relevant to uh, the people that are coming downtown. Oh there's no question Rebecca that Fort Wayne is becoming more and more of an inclusive community. Our welcome mat has been out for a number of years now, uh, letting individuals know that they are welcomed into Fort Wayne, no matter who they are, right. uh, what your ethnic background is, what your your religious background is, uh, uh, whatever your color is. If you commit yourself to being a productive member of our community, then you're welcome, obviously, to to be a part of it. Uh, is is Trinity a, a, a truly a diverse church, or, or are you, are you making strides in that area? You know, the history of even the Lutheran denomination is pretty Caucasian, <laughs> um, mostly Western European and Scandinavian. Uh-huh. So I think the the traditional congregation still reflects that to a large extent. But we have been somewhat successful in opening the doors to folks, welcoming people um, of, of whatever, as you said, ethnicity, whatever gender orientation. Um, we are right now in the month of May going to be observing Mental Health Awareness Month to try to help um, reduce the stigma of living with mental illness because so many people have different challenges within their families and sometimes that's been a reason people have stayed away from organized religion or from faith. Uh, we don't want that to be a barrier. We want people to know that there's a place for everyone with us and and whether that's a project you want to work on 
with us in the community or it's actually worshiping with us, um, there's room. There's nobody that needs to stand on the outside looking in. Well, unquestionably, from what you're saying, the Trinity English, uh, they, they're making some great inroads into certain areas. Uh, but do you have some areas that still need to be addressed? Do you see some some um, items in the future that you need to develop an additional strategic plan to meet? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think we have, for instance, three days a week our sanctuary doors are open from 10 to 2, and anybody who wants to come in, they can pray, they can meditate. We have one guy who comes in and plays the flute because he likes the <laughs> acoustics. There's another gentleman uh, who comes in and crochets, actually, because he likes the piece. Um, so we're, we're trying to walk the walk about being more welcoming and inclusive and kind of letting folks identify what it is they think we ought to be mm -hmm. doing and, and we can get behind that. But uh, a couple days a week, we have times, as I mentioned, when folks can come in who need some assistance. And this will not surprise you, many, many, many of those families are grandparents raising grandchildren. Yes. And that, um, that plays out in so many ways of the grandparents either having some issues with their own child who's not able to raise the grandchildren. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's anger, maybe there's embarrassment, maybe there's disappointment. Um, a lot of these grandparents didn't count on raising a second set of children. and and now they're not sure where to get mm -hmm. the resources. Mm -hmm. You suddenly have three hungry kids in your household. Right. That's going to put a strain on the grocery budget. So we, um, we are trying to be mindful of how we best can work within that system of people who are doing the very best mm -hmm. they can, working very hard, and still just not able to quite make the ends meet. And what's our best route, um, I mean, beyond the basics like a community harvest food voucher, mm -hmm. but how else can we connect with these families, show them support, help them find some of the other things that will um, help their lives become more enriched and, and sustainable? So much more than just the quote-unquote religious offerings mm -hmm. that come about right. as, as far as being a church uh, you, you have a pretty active uh, uh, social service delivery system going on as well. Yeah, it, for sure. We, we try to connect with the social service delivery system that exists because it's really strong mm -hmm. in Fort Wayne. And we, we know that we're not a social service agency. Um, when people do come in, we ask if they would like to be prayed for, if they want to pray with us. Mm -hmm. um, that's not a requirement mm -hmm. of anybody. We don't have any other kind of requirement of anyone who's seeking assistance other than we will eventually run out of resources mm -hmm. and have to have to <laughs> slow down there. Um, but it seems like the building relationship and building connections is every bit as important as any other kind of assistance we can offer. So we think that we have the time and the opportunity mm -hmm. to maybe get a little deeper with people than some of the mm -hmm. traditional social service agencies would have. Well, Trinity has been very active. Uh, I've, I've seen firsthand some of, the, some of the offerings that they brought to our community. Are, is there anything coming up in the future that our listening public should know about? We continue to be very supportive of Fort Wayne United and the Ten Point Coalition, mm -hmm. and we're working with York folks and Eric Headley on how best uh, to be involved. As you mentioned, or, or as you asked, we're not a 
traditionally racially diverse congregation yet. Um, but we have a lot of friends throughout the community who come from different backgrounds and uh, where we see a reason to be involved or an opportunity to be involved, a way that we can really maybe lend something to the effort we're going to. And those are a couple areas where we're, we're working pretty hard at identifying opportunities to support uh, families. Well, Rebecca, uh, there's no question that Trinity is reaching out in a number of ways to meet some of the, the needs and, and wants and desires of our community. Uh, if, if someone listening would want more information about Trinity English, uh, how, how do they get that? Do you have a website? Is there a way that they can great, get in contact? Yeah, we have a great website, which is just trinityenglish.org. And that has information on it about not only the church side of things, the worshiping side of things, but also we have a God on Tap where we meet at a at Hop River Brewery and talk about big issues. Uh, there's a group called um, Wine and Wisdom, which is for women of a certain age that I may perhaps be approaching, um, where we get together and just talk about some ethical and moral and faith-based kinds of things, but also just get to know one another. And And there's nothing like sitting down over a beverage or a, or a snack with someone and, and really talking to get to know people. And then the greatest ideas have come out of that. So we have, uh, we have some things we're interested in starting, and we're also interested in hearing ideas from other people. Uh, we have some level of resource that we'd like to see go toward strengthening the whole community. Well, as I said a few minutes ago, I know firsthand a lot of the work that not only you personally uh, have done as a as a member and part of the administration team at Trinity English but in my years as mayor they have stepped up time and time again to be a, a really valuable partner in delivering some of the uh, the, the needs um, or to fill some of the mm -hmm. needs in our community so I, I want to thank you for that thank you. and please thank uh, all of your team at Trinity English again you've been uh, a tremendous asset to our community but with that, uh, that's all the time we have for today. Rebecca, thank you again so much for, for joining you. us. And thank you to our listeners for joining us today. We'll be back soon for another conversation about all the exciting momentum that we're experiencing here in Fort Wayne. Now that's all for now. This is Mayor Tom Henry. Have a great day.